Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There? It's a family podcast for adults and people who think they're adults but act like children, such as all of our children. So I'm so all over. Our children are not adults. They so act like they are, and then they, when they realize they're not adults, they get all childlike. For instance, making a decision, right? They all want to be grown up. I'm so I can decide for myself. And you say, okay, then do it. And they go, also, I'm tired of the people in my family being feeble and not exercising their abilities. They every weekend on Gears of War they do a new special event, right? And this You're never gonna let that go, are you? This special event this week is boom snipes, which means you get a boom shot and a sniper rifle, which is the greatest thing since sliced fucking bread is so much goddamn fun. Thing th- two is an excellent sniper on Gears of War three. She is amazing at it. And I said, play this boom snipes with me. We'll go kill a bunch of people online. And she's like, no, because if I don't get MVP, then I'll be unhappy. I know she can't be the best. She doesn't want to try at all, right? Right, but there's no, she doesn't want to ever practice. She doesn't want she doesn't want to play against other well, that's people. That's no fun. See, that's why I'm worried about our kids. I really am, because they're all like that. Oh, if I'm not the best immediately, then I don't want to do it at all. Right, it's kind of true. Thing two could probably, if she applied herself, get a full ride scholarship to most colleges based on her musical ability. Right, correct. Is she willing to even fucking attempt? No. Nope. Doesn't want to stretch herself at all. That, and that's what worries me. Our kids are like you. They have fantastic talents. But if you're like, would you please promote your talents? They go, oh, no. Shut I'm, up. I'm, I'm hiding shit under a bu- bushel. On the other hand, that means I have to take my marginal talents and pimp the shit out of them to keep everybody's head above water. I'm a mediocre writer. And yet somehow I managed to convince people to buy my shit a lot. You are a fantastic, fantastic seamstress and designer. And you have to fight tooth and nail for every sale because this is how you promote yourself. Take some shit off of me. Thanks. Shut, shut that, up. That's exactly Why what you say that for the next show. Okay, I'm going to, but I, I'm just saying. So to get to the point, uh, it's almost Halloween. By the time you hear the show, it'll be after Halloween. Mm-hmm. Your children all want to dress up. Well, two of them do. Of course. One of them, you gave her a whore outfit. From the Not, well, really? She's going to look just like the whore we saw at her apartment complex is what I understood. No. It, it's not that bad. That's what I understood. And the other two, you're like, okay, let me bust out my 80,000 costumes. You have a whole wardrobe department in your closet. Pieces uh, and parts. <laughs> I have... Tops and bottoms and skirts and leggings and wings and ears and tails and capes right. and corsets. I mean, seriously. Any any costume a little girl could want, you have the pieces to make. In a whole plethora of sizes. Right. And you uh, have the pieces to make anything. You want to be a pirate? pirate. You want to be a genie? genie. You want to be uh, a fairy, fucking fairy? fairy, fairy. You want to be Done. something scary? Okay, got that too. Right. You have... If I was... When I was a little kid, this, these are materials I had to make my costumes out of. Uh, old coats, <laughs> <laughs> which you might as well have done anyway. Right, you're going to end up wearing exactly. it over your costume. Paper bags. Paper bags is a, a very popular garbage choice. bags. Garbage bags also, especially if, I, if it's sprinkling outside. Right. If I planned ahead, paper mache. Right. Oh, that that's some advanced. It's pretty fancy, stuff but, it, but you had to plan ahead. 
or, cardboard or boxes. Maybe. Sometimes you would get really Toilet lucky, paper rolls. and the school would take pity on you, and they would have a let's all make a Halloween costume event in your art class. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and you'd make like a life mask or, or something, right? Just do whatever right. you wanted. So that was always nice, mm-hmm. but most of the time it was some shit that nobody else had any use for. Nobody was buying fancy pants costumes. It wasn't happening. So it's very annoying to see your kids go back there into the bedroom, put stuff on and go, meh, meh, meh. And then for it to listen to you for half an hour go, could you decide? Just anything. Just pick something. Well, it wasn't so much that I, I, I dragged everything out. Of course, everybody just sits around while I'm pulling all the stuff out. Right. And I'm putting things in different combinations. I'm right. like, well, why, why don't you try these things together? Right. Or here, try try this one on. Put put this on. This, yeah. This. How about this? And no, yeah, everything is rejected. And right. so I said, well, what do you want to be? I don't know. Exactly. Well, what don't you want to be? I don't know. <laughs> Thanks. That gives me absolutely nothing to work with. So here I am. It's a Saturday, the day, a couple days before Halloween, because you know what? I'm trying to think ahead a little bit. I don't like scrambling. Well, I already told them. You don't decide today. You don't have a costume on Monday. Because it's, it's too hard. It's going to be Halloween day. Right. People are going to come home from school. They're going to flip out. And they're going to have some grandiose idea. Right. And expect me to pull crap <laughs> out of my butt again. I know. I know. We'll give them until tomorrow. But if there's no costumes picked out by tomorrow, you're not doing it. And I, I'm going to stand by that. I know it makes me a horrible father. But if somebody has to lose out on Halloween one year, they just have to lose out on Halloween one year. I know, and they totally thought that we were lying about having to literally wear a brown garbage or a brown grocery bag. Right, and I was—I mean, seriously, I, I crayons was, in a grocery bag, Indian princess. Yes, when I was a little kid, I was not allowed to pick my costume. Most years, my parents would decide what I was going to be, and then I would get whatever they could come up with. And one year, my dad. We had this book of costumes, right, that I got at a book fair mm-hmm. in August, right when school started. Okay. You had lots of time and to go over it. And... These were simple costumes. Okay? okay. There was nothing super fancy in there. So I flipped through it and I said, Do you see this? This is a bat. I want to be a bat. That's all. And my dad said, You know what? I'm going to make you the best costume you've ever seen. It's going to blow your fucking mind. Okay. So, fine. Uh, he's working on this costume, supposedly. I never see him because he works night shift. right? So by the time I get home from school, he's gone. And then when I get up to go to school, he's not home. In the meantime, one weekend, he's home. And I'm he's watching uh, Cole Chack the Night Stalker. Nice. Okay. And I'm like six. And in this particular episode of Cole Chack the Night Stalker, there's a cult with that worships some kind of evil rooster that chops people's hearts out of their chest with a beak okay it terrified me that's horrible it terrified me and it terrified me even more because i've been a picky eater my whole life and when my dad said that scared me he would say at every meal if you don't eat your vegetables the giant rooster is going to come rip your heart out of your chest and kill you nice and i would say well i don't believe you but i'm still scared Right. I'm mostly scared that I live with a man who thinks that's a way to encourage me to eat my vegetables. That's kind of scary. So weeks pass, and I'm not allowed to see my costume, not allowed to see my costume, not allowed to see my costume. Halloween comes. He's like, okay, close your eyes. I'm going to put your costume on you. I close my eyes, and I'm thinking, how is he going to? And he puts a paper bag on my head with eye holes cut out in it. And he takes me to the bathroom. I open my eyes. 
It's a paper bag with holes cut in the front and feathers drawn on it. And I'm a rooster. I He actually drew the feathers on. And Sharpie. Like two seconds before he put it Sharpie's on my face. Sharpie's pretty damn fancy. Two, two seconds before he put it on my face. You know what I'm saying? Aww. And I remember thinking at that time, one day I will kill you. You're like, one day I'm going to have the most awesome costume ever, just, and then I'll show you. Well, and then, okay, here's the here's now, here's the rest of the story that didn't happen. Yeah, I'm sure in, he thought it was terrifying, though, right? Here's the rest of the story. It's only terrifying to me. The purpose of a costume is not to scare me, the person wearing it. Years later, right, after I'm too old to wear costumes, mm-hmm. or I, I'm left to my own devices, I'm early teens, right? I have a little brother who's very small. And I had been a Star Wars fan my whole life, right? A fanatic, in right. fact. The only good thing my father ever did was take me to see Star Wars. That's it. That's the only thing he ever contributed to me as an adult. And he made my youngest brother a Jawa outfit from Star Wars with eyes that lit up. And moved and stuff? Yes. That's not nice. And I just, I remember when he made it and I just stared at him and said, why do you hate me? Why do you hate me? He's like, I just, I don't understand. Fuck you, rooster, motherfucker. Rooster. It really didn't matter most of the time when we were growing up, though, because honestly. You had to wear a coat. It was either always raining or super cold. Yeah, it was raining So it was never cold. really a whole lot of I fun. I didn't wear my coat. And then I would wear it out of the house and I would hide it. And then I would always have to go over to the relative's house that you really didn't see except for like Christmas and other holidays. And they kind of scared you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And like their house smelled funny and yeah. and then they would always stay too long and you're just standing there trying to be polite in your costume. But really what you wanted to do was go and get some loots. Well, right. And it was always my, I always had to go to my grandma's house that lived in the graveyard. Nice. And I would be like, you literally live in a graveyard. This is why we don't come over here and we're coming over here now. <laughs> well, why tonight? <laughs> yes. And she would always insist, I don't live in a graveyard. And then I would say, there are gravestones to the immediate left of your house behind your house in the immediate right of your house. Did you house. ever play on them and climb on them and stuff? No. <laughs> they were all really old. They were they, it was the founder yeah, cemetery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you live here. They were all decrepit. And she was like, we apart. don't we don't live in a graveyard. It surrounds you on three sides. You do. You do. You just lived by the graveyard. Do you remember that one Halloween that you and I were out fucking around and we, we crossed through a graveyard, a different graveyard? Oh, yes. And your foot went in the, the hole? really old one. <laughs> yeah, my foot didn't just go in the hole. My foot went down into, like, really close to a, a headstone. Yeah. You were like, zoop. And I was like, like up oh, to the knee shit. down. The zombie. The oh, my God. Got my girlfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> I've never like, been back there. No, I was like, oh, if she, starts, <laughs> if she starts screaming, I'm going to run for help. But I am a, not. I'm torn. Do I save her or do I get the hell out of here, right? Yeah, it was very scary. I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't. I am too young to have to deal with this situation. <laughs> yeah. Because I was only like 16 or so. I was like, it yo, I'm sorry. If that's a zombie chewing on your foot, I'm going to have to <laughs> head on out of here. Yeah, that was bad. Well, my rationalization to you was if it's a zombie, it's already got her. Yeah, I mean, you've already been bit. There's nothing right, I can too do. Too late, you're a goner. Do I right. save myself be- or do I play the hero? Hmm. The best I could do is cave in your head with a shovel or something, you know, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna be able to save you. You've been bit by a zombie. Well, Though, you know, that's one thing in zombie stories that if they added would completely change the zombie genre if there was a cure. Well, yeah. You see what I'm saying? How that makes it 
now you're like, well, I got to kill all these fucking zombies, but maybe I could save some. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't think it's as scary. The incurable ill is far you don't think You don't think it's scary knowing that you're going to have to kill a whole bunch of people that you could have saved if you had proper supplies mm, right then? I you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe. Well, I was going to piss off. Cut it stuff. out! You think Thing 3 is going to have nightmares tonight? Probably. Because she watched the first hour we watched, of The Shining. It wasn't even an hour. It was about an hour. It started at 7, and by 8, we had to turn it off. because we had to Well, I thought it was ridiculous that the thing that scared her the most was were the screen changes with, like, a month later. <laughs> Something. Well, I will say this. Seriously, we're sitting there watching them, and then once she switched over, she goes, "Oh, that scared me." That's the thing. She would get so scared when we when we went to see Paranormal Activity. She would get so scared by the buildup. You know what I'm saying? That it didn't matter what the payoff was. She could recognize they're going to try to scare me, and now I am terrified. Okay. Well, when they flashed the images of the murdered right. twins Which, in the hallway. She did give me quite the deer in the headlights look. But by today's standards. Like, oh, my God. I can't believe you let me watch that. By, by today's standards, that scene is unbelievably tame. You know what I'm saying? Compared, compared to movies accurate. I know that she's seen, that movie is very tame. Yeah, there, I there's don't some know. There's something that, about it, though. There's no visible wounds. There's just there laying lots out. of adults that are still scared by that movie. Okay, but I'm just saying, in that scene you're talking about, there are no visible wounds. People are laying on the ground, and there's red shit splattered oh, around. True. There's nothing. It's not that scary. Yeah, it's true. It reminds me of, do you remember when we used to watch Millennium, the TV show Millennium? Yes. And it was a show about a guy who could, like, he would get visions of serial killers and weird shit, right? And they were, the visions he had were super, super short. They were, like, really sharp edits, you know what I mean? And you could never really see what he saw, but they were terrifying. Remember, they were so, you were like, I don't know what I just saw, but it is fucking up my head. You think that's what it was? It was like just a brief flash that burned into her subconscious. Probably, yeah, she wasn't expecting it. She didn't really see it, and then she built some other shit in her head. Well, then they flashed it again. She got another look, (laughs) or two or three more. At least she didn't see the girl in the tub. Not yet, yeah. She's too afraid to go watch the rest of the When I was a kid, the girl in the tub messed up my head. I was like, holy crap, hot chick with naked titties. That's awesome. Oh, my God, she's going to kill somebody. (laughs) And then I was like, It is pretty scary. Every time I see a naked chick, I'll have that image of an old withered corpse in my brain. That ain't good. I think you've gotten over it. Okay, so what did you think about the pumpkin carving accessory I purchased for you today? It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It's essentially a long beater, right? I mean, that's all it is. It's just a ball shaped. It's just. Well, I saw round... you coveting the tools yeah. that were used on the Halloween warp. Well, stuff. that's because I like the idea of carving pumpkins, but then you cut the top off and you're confronted with a bunch of pumpkin guts, and you just go, "Not any fun anymore." People are so tired by the time they get the guts out of the pumpkin, they. Don't, I know. You know what I'm saying? It's well, exhausting. And this year, I mean, I went out to the grocery shop today, and I was going to pick right. up pumpkins while I was out. Right. And I looked at them, and they looked kind of pitiful. And I thought, you know, it's not much fun if mom picks out the pumpkin anyway, so let's all go and pick some. Well, and if you had to come home with some basketball-sized pumpkins, I'd have kicked you in the butt. I'd be like, seriously? That's well, they the were, yeah, they do? were pretty small. So we go to pick some out, and they basically have one giant bin because we didn't go to the tent city of pumpkins. Well, that's because we looked at the small. we looked at the tent city of pumpkins from the road and said, "I see your pumpkins. They're not even as big as a human head. Fuck you." Yeah, so we have one big giant bin to pick from. Right. And thing two is picking stuff out. Were they ever within like a reasonable <laughs> reach? 
No, she was no. always like, she's like, how about this one? So we got to move 10 pumpkins and you got to fucking lean over the edge and try it's to like grab it out. It's like a serious balancing <laughs> act. My feet were up off the ground because I was tipped over the rails. It, it was tall. I had to climb. Yeah, it was quite and the expedition. Way and then, but then everybody, you guys got so fucking picky. You would look at it and you go, well, it's big and it's round, but ooh, look at that little scar on it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Like, and we're gonna guys. hack it up so really that's what, what i was saying i was like you, don't, you may not even see i'm that very side. picky the only thing that you do have to be picky about when you pick pumpkins and i'm glad i pointed it out because you guys were picking stupid ones that, the pumpkin has to lean back a little bit so that the face is exposed otherwise you're gonna carve it and it's gonna be facing yeah, down you right. can't really see it but we got i think we got three good we got ones. three big giant ones so i'm thinking that power accessory is gonna come in quite handy yeah and what it tomorrow. is is it hooks up to the drill and it's got like i said like a beater looking thing on the mm. end of it you just stick it in the pumpkin and rip the guts out <laughs> no guts get to the carving yep scoop it out i'll cut the tops because they seem to have issues with that too cutting the top is a little trickier than you give people than you think it is i mean you gotta cut it at an angle so it doesn't fall back in you're good at it but it's not you can line it back up again right it's not always do you want to cut the bottom out of these this time and go Uh, with maybe go with the bottom cut might because that seems to be pretty popular tyler's saying they can use that thing on deer that's disgusting a deer gutter (laughs) thanks deer i'll have to remember that you can hollow out a corpse in no time Get all the nasty stuff out so you can get to the Eatons. All right, you ready to do some yeah, news? That's nasty. You ready to do some news? I'm going to be the rave little fan of pumpkins this year. I'm going to carve like all kinds of crazy shit. It's going to be okay. awesome. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Police in Bellingham, Washington say a man who walked into a medical clinic with his right arm severed indicated he cut his own limb off with a homemade guillotine. Officers checked a wooded area near the urology clinic Thursday and found the severed arm and guillotine in a transient camp. <laughs> the victim and the arm were taken first to St. Joseph's Hospital in Bellingham. Police spokesman Mark Young says the man was later airlifted to Harborview Medical Center in Seattle in hopes that the limb could be reattached. Young tells the Bellingham Herald the arm was severed above the elbow. I'm not going to be a jerk, but this guy doesn't deserve to have his arm sewed back on. Why didn't he take the arm with him? Well, here's the thing. I think this guy, and they didn't go into detail on it because obviously the guy's, you know, not capable of making a statement for himself. No. But I think he's one of those amputee fetishists. Boo. Why else would you cut off you your own limb? You don't do it on your own. Well, here's what I'm saying. Why else would you cut off on your limb? And they did say that there's nothing. You there was cut nothing. someone else's limb off. No, no, Get no, it? no, no. There are some people who are offended by parts of their own body. Like they look at it and they're like, I wish that was fucking gone. It's a kind of body dysmorphia, you know what I mean? Like an extreme one. I'm, I'm obviously, obviously. Here, here's the part that freaked me out. Why are you doing it in a transient camp, bro? That's where he lived. He and a, a transient was able to build the homemade guillotine. Sure, why not? He's got nothing but time. Pa- powerful enough to cut Finding off his things, arm. Powerful enough around. to cut off your arm. Think about how much cutting there is above your elbow. You know what I mean? If you you have to cut through the big meaty bone, you know Good what I'm saying? Lord, that takes some serious guts. I gotta say. I mean, I could see somebody being retarded enough to have that kind of uh, weirdness going on. Yeah, but, but then you... very few people, I think, would follow through with it. No, almost... that's why I did the guillotine because it's over oh, really right. quick. Well, that's the thing. There's no turning uh, back. Honestly, right? There's no second thoughts. You're yeah. not just like sawing at your arm with a little bit with a Correct. pocket knife. If you're gonna start lopping off your limbs, a guillotine is the way to go. I mean, I'm not gonna. In no way am I gonna say that's not the way to do it because if you had to cut off your arm, that is the way to do it. Because any other way of cutting off your arm is gonna involve a lot of pain. 
I mean, a guillotine's not going to feel great, but it's not going to be like hacking at your arm with a fucking knife, trying to get through the bone with a hacksaw, you know? Not fun. You but, thought that he would have some sort of plan B. Okay, if I succeed doing this, how am I going to take care of he the did. His plan resulting B was, I'm, wound? I'm going to the hospital, which is what he did. He just didn't bring the arm because he's like, no. So weird. I cut it off. Why are you bringing me the arm? Yeah, I wonder if he's like, he's in, the, he's in hospital and they're like, we're going to put your arm back. And I was like, no, I cut it off. Yeah, but then you you know you want to medicate him and and do him what? So he's not so tell him he's got you got to put it back on because I guarantee yes. you, you okay. So you reattach his arm, right? And then he cuts it off again. He later. knows how to do it. Later, yeah. he's just gonna do it again. Yeah. And this Boop. time, stop. The I, next time, I think about it healing and stuff. Reminds me of my thumb. Then <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think I think there's a vast difference between. <laughs> I know, but I was gonna say something about the meaty parts of it, and I. Oh, uh, like, then you thought about your thumb. You're like, oh, kidding. that's too bad. But I'm just saying, what I would do to make sure they could is I would chop it off and then, like, a heat up a cast iron skillet real good. You know what I'm saying? Cauterize it. And then, just psh, like, okay, nobody's putting that fucker back on. <sighs> I sealed that shit up. But it's a waste of time and money to try to reattach it. He cut it off. That's true. The, the penalty is now you ain't got an arm. Sorry. Way to go, dummy. But I, I'll awful. give the guy credit for coming up with, I mean, I'm going to build this guillotine. I'm going to fucking get my shit done. I don't like my arm done stories like that scare me the fact that people think like that well he's not trying to cut off your arm well i know but i'm just saying people want to go crazy and chop off their own parts go i got no problem Uh -uh. with it next story film it i mean stop why why let it go to waste Why waste an opportunity yeah why let it go to waste big bucks on that's what i'm saying he's like here's me chopping off my arm check it out he doesn't have the internet he's transient so you don't know that they said he found it in the transient camp that doesn't mean he's transient i think he probably was I, i don't know next story Today's worst doctor award goes to Joshua Barron, a pediatric neurologist who was just charged with giving out various painkillers in exchange for sex he advertised these exchanges on Craigslist. According to the Chicago Tribune, Barron was charged yesterday with trading Xanax, OxyContin, and other drugs for sex or money. He apparently put up 68 Craigslist ads over the course of four years advertising such trades. Police eventually saw the ads. An officer posed as a customer offering sex in exchange for drugs, and Barron was arrested. He surrendered his medical license and is currently free pending trial. Yeah, that's only one and a half times about per month that he was doing it that's not very much that's not very efficient at getting the sex or getting the money you know he's a pediatric neurologist but no, that's, come on he likes the head, you expect he likes the, the pediatric specialist to have a little higher standards do you well you you do would you, you like hope to, that they would, would be would like, you like that, that re- their integrity re- level would be elevated would you like to revisit my theory that any man that willingly works with small children is in fact a pedophile no, stop it. Uh, that's my theory. I just think, uh, I don't know. The fact that it took him four years to figure it out, it's kind of pitiful. Craigslist is one of those things that it amazes me that the cops, if I was they a cop. just sit there. Why don't you have a division? Because you've got two people. That's all they do is read Craigslist ads. Yes. If all I was, day. If I was a cop, I would have hundreds of arrests a month. I would arrest 10 people a day just by going on Craigslist and going, oh, I'm busting you, I'm busting you, I'm busting you. Because it is that easy seriously it is that easy that's like they even have a, a service on their or a section on there called adult services if you're a cop anywhere but nevada you should be able to go to adult services and spend all day busting pimps and johns and hoes all day maybe they only do it when they have 
extra time. But here's the thing. If you're a cop and you want to look good, that's, that's what I would do. That is what my job would be. And everybody goes, oh, big deal. All you do is sit on the computer all day. Yeah. I get 100 arrests a week. How about you? How about you? <laughs> and honestly, if criminals are going to be that stupid, I think that there should be somebody who's old. You just put your cops that aren't terribly effective at anything else. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, look, you're clearly never going to make detective. You're just walking a beat. So how about we just put you on this, which is easy, and we can get clean up a lot of shit. That's true. I don't know. As long as you're going to make the shit legal, you might as well. You know, if it's going to be illegal, you might as well just bust people for it. Or make it legal. Your choice. Ready for my last story? Yeah. Authorities in Tennessee say a 15-year-old boy posed as a police officer to steal people's credit card numbers (laughs) and then racked up hundreds of dollars in charges for pizza and a house party. The Commercial Appeal in Memphis reports that the ninth grader was charged with three felonies, including unauthorized use of a credit card. He was arrested Thursday. The Shelby County Sheriff's Office says the boy created a fake officer named Captain Tyrone Banks and used smartphone applications to find information on potential victims. He then asked to verify their credit card numbers, playing a police scanner in the background during the phone conversations to give himself credibility. Kim, is that how you got busted? Be honest. Yes. Somebody, no. somebody called you and said, would you give me your credit card number? Okay. He was throwing a house <laughs> party for Russian brides. Well, you got to have some sexy bitches. You must sure. not have used my card to buy the pizza. <laughs> what a turdling. Do you know what I think my, the punishment for this should be? What? Burned at the stake. <laughs> I think, I, I honestly, I think if you, you steal money on a, if you have credit card issues like this, you steal money from people's credit cards. You should be burned at the stake. I don't care if it's for three cents. Burned at the stake. And it should be put on YouTube. Well, it just goes to show you how easy it is to do then. I mean, where there's a will, there's a way, right? A 15-year-old kid. This is way too savvy. There's way too many freaking apps out there. Here's the thing. They they say smartphone apps to scare you. What he really did was he called people and said, "Uh, how about your credit card numbers? And then he had the police scanner run in the background. I wonder how he chose his victims because, I mean, he's, he had information. It was probably pretty easy. You know how I would pick them? I noticed this Old the other people. day when I'm driving around with my iPhone because I forgot people to change. People that have Wi-Fi that's not secure. Yeah, all over the fucking place. And I mean, in traffic. I was on the highway today and my phone started going, would you like to connect to a Wi-Fi network? And I was like, people, close your fucking Wi-Fi networks. Seriously. In your car. Why do you got a Wi-Fi network going in your car? But that's how I would pick people. Dummies that have open networks in their house, that's that's who I would target. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of kind of wild. Yeah, because those people, not smart. Well, you know? What was it that you were telling me today about legislation? Like, you know, you would make this kid walk the plank, right? I would set him on fire, yes. Oh, you would set him on fire? Yes. Okay, what was it that you were saying that they were going to say about oh, YouTube videos okay. and covers this, songs? This other thing, it's, if you haven't seen it, look for look up Free Bieber, as in Justin Bieber, on the internet, and you'll find a bunch of information. They're trying to pass a law that says if you upload uh, a cover of a song to YouTube, it's a felony or something similar. It's a pretty heinous penalty. You will get in lots of trouble. And people are saying, if this, if you had this law five years ago, Justin Bieber would be in fucking jail, because that's how he got famous, singing songs on the YouTubes. Right? Right. It's stupid. 
This is the kind of stuff that people in Congress are passing laws about right now. Again, you people in Congress have some shit you need to be concentrating on. This shouldn't even be on your fucking radar. It certainly shouldn't be a felony. That thing well, three was flipping out about a half an hour after you said that. She goes, Mom, do you think that's really going to happen? <laughs> I said, I don't really think so. I think you're all right. But a lot of people have gotten very famous doing that kind of stuff on the internet. And it's helped out a lot of people like CeeLo Green, that fuck you song, was not nearly as popular before it took off on the YouTubes and everybody started doing versions of it. You know what I mean? And he wisely said, yeah, go ahead, YouTubes. Thanks. Thanks for the publicity. I appreciate it. Kim, did you just post in the chat room that you have Bieber fever? <laughs> I did. I want a divorce. <laughs> you're a grown ass woman. I don't really. Is that how you're thinking about whenever uh, you're having sex with me? Like, oh, just a No, ew. I'm just saying, he's about the same age I was when we met. Quit. Yeah, well, I'm not, so. I don't think your tastes have changed that much. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> That is true, though, because I don't find 19-year-old chicks that hot. I'm just like, hey, good. you're a fucking baby. Move along. Exactly. 20, good to go. Oh, I see. 19, I'm like, oh, it's just, that's too young. That's where you draw the line, huh? Anybody older than my oldest daughter is where I draw the line. You just have to be older than thing one. That's gross. I would prefer a five-year window in there. You know what I mean? Don't say that. 20, 25 is a good year, is what I'm saying. Like The only five-year window up. Yeah, yeah, five years older, is what I'm saying. Whatever. 25 is old enough. They know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Why are you giving me that face? I'm not even looking at you. I can see the face of the back Whatever. <laughs> Look, I'm stuck with you, so it's, it's all right. Don't worry about it. All right, any other stories over there? I do not. Are you, what are you going to be following? Slutty something? I'm staying home with thing two, handing out candy. No, I'm not going to be a slutty something. It used to be a year didn't go by without slutty cam. No, I'm handing out no, candy. No, nothing. Just... All right, if calls, we're going to call. You can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Send us pictures of your slutty costumes unless your name is Tyler. If your name is Tyler, I don't want to see your slutty costume. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Thank <laughs> you.